Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast Podcast. I'm Andrew. And I'm Eric. I watched you pull back the bite of rice. That was, I was doing a, that, I was about to eat it, like, right when you started talking, and then I was like, oh, this is not good timing, so that, that one was a bit. Bad timing. (laughs) Now, right this second would be good timing. You haven't even seen this food yet, and I'm bring it out right as you're starting to introduce and i'm like this is appropriate ridiculous dude for the listeners 40 minute preamble yeah we were talking for a while um today we're talking about cianvar stay lost 2016 full length put on on blue swan a band consisting of Will Swan and Donovan, I forget his fucking last name, but that's all you need to know. Some other guy from Dance Gavin Dance? There's, a, f- there's a few other guys in the, the band. Scene. Yeah, Donovan is from Hail the Sun. Mm. Vocalist for Hail the Sun. Nice. Um, Right off the bat, Ripper. Yeah. Opening track, Ripper. I agree. Here's, here's what I'm going to say. I'll say it before anybody can get to it. You know, like when you're, you have to like make fun of yourself a little bit, yeah, so that people can't make fun of you. Yeah. Um, every song on this record is a little too long. Okay, sure. It has a case of the I won't enzies. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm there's looking two at two songs in Stay Lost. Right. And there's like a very obvious cutting off point. Like four and a half minutes is. T- uh, objectively too long for an opener. Yeah. And it's a very... There's like a bunch of really strong riffs in songwriting portions. Uh-huh. Where you're like, oh, this is good. It's like fast. It's a good opening track. Uh, vocalist just ripping. Just yeah. ripping. Singing his heart out. This um, to me, like, generally <clears throat> strikes me as like, you know, that kind of blue swan, that blue swan thing like we talked about last week. But also, right. um, it feels like a couple notches um, like matured or uh, more palatable from like a Dance Gavin Dance thing to me. Like, yeah, that's, if you're, that if, stuff's if like a little talking, overwhelming for me. If we're talking about like like old Dance Gavin Dance... Yeah. Certainly. Right. Like, Dance Gavin Dance, like, when both of us were introduced to Dance Gavin Dance in, like, 2007, 8. Yeah. Just a lot. Yeah. When they were doing back then. A whole lot going on, but... Um, but, yeah, no, this is certainly... It's, like, grown up a little bit. Uh-huh. And I don't know how much songwriting input the vocalist had on this. Mm-hmm. But I, like... There is some crossover, like, I don't, like, sounds. What's the word that I'm looking for? Like, th- sound themes yeah. from Hail the Sun that Motifs. make its way into this. Motifs is a good one. Um, I really think that, like, some of this sounds like Hail the Sun, but I don't know if it's just because he's singing on it. Right. 
like, I don't know. Some of the guitar work sounds Hail the Sunny, but also Hail the Sun sort of sounds like just like a, a little bit of like a more heavy version of Dance Gavin Dance. So we did Hail me, the Sun. At least. Does Hail the Sun just have we, that one album? No, they have a few, but okay. um, I think that what's that one called? Hail. Probably. No. It's got like the the Plague Doctors on it. Yeah, it is called Hail the Sun. Wake. Okay. Great record. Um, kind of goes without saying, but most of the stuff that's from this genre, or even from this like label Zach showed me over the years, I uh-huh. feel like it should just be kind of obvious yeah. at this point. Anytime I'm talking about post hardcore band, it's just like, and Zach showed me these guys ten years ago. Uh huh. That's that's like another thing that I was just thinking while listening to this is like how there's like and I think it happens with like a few genres in like this scene you know where it's like post hardcore means a couple different things like emo even pop punk you know Um, right I remember at a point like in early high school where we just called metalcore hardcore like anything just heavy was hardcore right you know what I mean before it started getting divided up properly yeah, and then, like, because we weren't really listening to what is actually hardcore, like, we were just listening to metalcore, and then, like, and then there's, like, this kind of post-hardcore, and there's also, like, Fugazi post-hardcore. Right, what would then eventually be redefined as pop-punk. Yeah. Yeah, and then no. there's, like... Um, it's... Uh, genre like year to year is super fluid right yeah i guess that's just a thing over time it's hard to like because like when uh like black sabbath came out they would have been considered a heavy metal band right you listen to sabbath now you're like this is hard rock at its at its heaviest yeah I remember being so, like, like as a kid, listening to, like, Crazy Train. Yeah. And being like, oh, this, like, intro is so sick, and, like, this riff is so good. And I would always shut it off once it got to, like, yeah, because it's, it's just so lame. Yeah, it's just super, <laughs> like, it's, it's lame. Dude, the first time, so this is, anybody who's, like, maybe 10 years older than I am. Cover your ears. Yeah. Uh, when I saw, like, Kiss, I th- I was like, these guys are going to be sick. Yeah. And I listened to their catalog, and I was like, this is bad. Yeah, and just, like, it's tough to think of, like, a, a word that doesn't sound, like, offensive to describe it in a way. But... um. It's just very like kind of. It's like it's it was pop exactly. Music. It's like it was exactly for the time. Yeah, it was w- like a little an outside of the box enough for the time. Yeah, and I'm not saying that theatrics don't get you a long way, right? Like having a cool marketing gimmick, geniuses. Having a good gimmick will get you a long way. Yeah. Slipknot, like him or not. 
the masks and the jumpsuits early on a gimmick. Uh huh. It's a gimmick. They, but they had the they had the music there yeah. to back it up. Sure. Yeah, that's important, I think. But then, like, if we look at all the other bands from that era that tried to tried to like do the do the Slipknot thing and just fell fucking flat. Yeah. Like Mudvayne, I guess technically is still around, sort of. Fell flat. Mushroomhead fell flat. It's like with any little like subgenre or like I guess that's also to say like I guess I wasn't around or whatever or involved in the scene, but like in my mind, Slipknot was the one to start that kind of thing. Right. So like they're the ones that get to keep doing it. Or like Maybe if there were a couple other people first doing a similar thing, they got huge on it, so they still get to be the one to still do it. Because now it's yeah, like... Yeah, it's like when you when you have the same name as another band that's adjacent to your scene, yeah. it's a race to see who gets more following fast. Yeah. More like, following faster to make the other band change their name. Right. Like at the beginning, it's kind of like, oh sure, have a bunch of bands named Daylight. It doesn't matter. That's fine. We we'll take as exactly. many Daylights as we can get. Uh, whatever. But then the one, yeah. Then the know. one blows up and goes, hey, smacks you with the old C and D. Makes you change your name to Super Heaven. Yeah. Or like, you know, like in pop punk stuff. There's other bands that sound kind of like Blink, but Blink is like nobody's. Less people are listening to that sort of thing, so now it's just like, all right, we'll just take Blink, and they can keep going. The rest, we don't need you guys anymore. The rest of them. So right, that's like when like Moss the Flame started putting out music again, and it does feel like a little goofy and chuggy in early two thousand ten ish. Yeah, but you're like, but it's them, so yeah. they get to keep doing it. Right. Like it, it doesn't feel like lame it doesn't feel lame right it feels like it uh, like monster flames wrote a uh, like monster flames record uh-huh and you're like this is what i expected another band tries to do that right now corny <laughs> right this is and with that fact. being said what a what a what a great what a great transition you mm-hmm. even mentioned blink 182 so let's talk mm-hmm. about Let's let's crack it open. Let's get into it. Emo girl. Emo girl. Okay, so um, I'm learning about emo girl today, but I, you know, I I heard about it like 2 days ago. So people are like I can't tell if people are like really upset or if yeah. we're like joking upset and we're all just kind of laughing in unison. Uh-huh. At Travis Barker. Yeah. Uh, not Tra- sorry. Ah, same same difference at sure, this point. Sure. But yeah. Exactly. Um, MGK. So, has a Willow feature. And so, I've been seeing on the TL, just going crazy with, like... Going brazy. (laughs) Just, like, fuck this guy. Like, this is so boring. I agree it's boring, by the way. Yeah. Um, Like, little pop punk heads getting getting upset uh-huh. that he's like I don't know what a better word for it is that MGK is like gentrifying their genre yeah 
like I think yeah sure it, or appropriating maybe appropriating I think, I think both that, of those words sound racially charged no matter how you use them yes and I, I think they are because the, and they do speak to real issues and that's almost right. what I'm getting at is this is a non-issue um, this, exactly this is <laughs> there are so many more things to be upset about than MGK releasing yet another uh, yeah. blink 182 slash reliant K ripoff right and I just think I think it's like corny because it's like this is it's I think the time on this kind of thing is past I think it's like I think it's painfully self-aware his whole shtick like I'm I'm annoyed by his lyrics and knowing the world that he's come from already that being said we saw him at Warped Tour in like 2012 you know what I mean so he's kind of yeah he's kind of tapped into like that thing he's been around but like yeah it's yeah, it feels he's a little like he's the putting world. on a costume kind of thing. I think that's what's making people so upset. Yeah. Um like he's like trolling IRL. Yeah, yeah. And I think at this point I have such a bad taste in my mouth about like music that sounds like that just because of how like it's just one by one like 100% across the board that like it's only a matter of time until the majority of members in a band are outed as predators. So like, yeah, <laughs> I don't really care anyway. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Well, Machine he's Gun- already been outed as a predator. Yeah. He, him too. So yeah, I guess it's, it's like, <laughs> yeah. he shook that one off though. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I think in that way, I'm kind of just sure. Whatever. He can, he, he can have, he can have a guitar if he wants. You know, we we got to and we got to cleanse the scene anyway. Earlier, yeah, I was talking about this with Zach earlier. His fucking his Schecter, his one pickup pink Telecaster Uh is so sick. Yeah, it is. (laughs) (laughs) I hate how dope it is. It's like a little annoying because it's kind of like, do you do you know that this? Like, are you excited about this? Do you play guitar? Are you actually playing guitar or what? Like, I think he is. Also, yeah, yeah, it is a very cool guitar. Such a sick guitar for it, but it's just f- ruined. Yeah. Um, um. But yeah, just I think it feels like corny in that way. But like I, I don't the really. The lyrics are just so painfully bad. Yeah. It's that is weird. It's they like both when, sound like I. I said this a little bit. They both sound like they're voice acting a little bit. They don't really sound like they're singing. It sounds like they're doing a thing. It's like they're like, oh, we're gonna do like a rock thing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it yeah, it doesn't sound very genuine, but it, you know, whatever. Too. That's ultimately my stance on this. I'm kind of just like, and as somebody who has once posted on my Instagram that I would literally die for pop punk, I think I you know have some authority to say that it's fine. I th- I don't ever I don't ever remember you <laughs> tweeting that. It was um you know Jared Alonghi or whatever. Yeah, it, it was like the I would little, literally die for pop punk. Yeah, it was like a little cartoon drawing of him holding a slice of pizza that said, "I would literally die for pop punk." I think it's yeah, it was in one of his videos. Yeah, but um, dude, yeah, I think if people are being very serious about them being like really upset, yeah, about what MGK is doing, like I think maybe take a step back for a moment, right, and realize that. He is just pulling a money grab, and yeah. it's, it's sincerely uh-huh. not that big of a deal. Yeah, just like 
And it's yeah, like it sucks. If he could choose, he could have chose any genre. He could have chose country. Yeah, he could. But he pivoted to pop punk, and that is something that we all just have to live with. Right, and yeah, maybe it's because he genuinely really is into early two thousands pop punk or something. Like I don't know. I guess, and if like yeah, if this is the thing that's gonna piss you off and makes you think like that pop punk is too sacred for this thing to happen, like. Hey, just look around real quick at, you know, the the state of the scene. Like, you know, pop punk is in no way sacred. No. So, it has been it, it is it has been it's obvious that it has just been dominated by like a very specific type of dude. Yeah. No good. For so long. Yeah. But my uh, my thesis here is stop caring so much about what MGK is doing cuz it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh Tweeting about Emo Girl is giving more impressions to what he's doing. Granted, he's already huge, so... I, I actually... For all you Twitter warriors out there, I don't want you to think that, like, you typing things into Twitter is helping. Mm-hmm. So, just so we're all clear, uh, your tweet means so little when you send it. Uh-huh. Keep sending them. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> the song yeah. does suck. Yeah. It's it's boring. It's <laughs> snooze fest, uh-huh. but uh, kicking and screaming about it uh, makes everybody else look ridiculous and makes him look like he's kind of just living his life. Uh huh. Yeah, very much so. He's an obnoxious dude. It's fine. Yeah, of course. I mean, and just like outed as like a weird predator, but yeah. <laughs> Maybe so. focus on that part, unless that he's like kind of taking over a genre that you like. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I think it's fine. Keep clacking away on the keyboard. Nobody hears it. Remember Soldier uh, Boy screamo version? Do you remember uh, when Soldier Boy put swag on his glasses and people got upset about it? <laughs> uh, did he make up swag? Uh, I don't know. Turn my I swag, think swag on. Swag and swagger and stuff like that has just existed for forever. Right, swagger is for is forever. I recall Soldier Boy <laughs> That's a t-shirt. popularizing swag. You just said a t-shirt. Swagger is forever. With a dude with a fedora on. I think on, Pete with Davidson actually does have a tattoo that says jokes come and go, but swag is forever. That's very funny. From a comedian even, jokes come and go, but swag is forever. Uh, Frosty, a dude that streams on the internet. Uh-huh. Uh, got a tattoo that says sex is temporary, gaming is forever. Nice. That's cool. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. That's a cool attitude to have. Um, yeah, but let's talk about another uh, genre that's just been watered down, boiled down, gentrified, uh, snooze fest, uh, post-hardcore, which Sandbar's <coughs> currently playing in. How do you do you think so um, this is 2016. Do you think this is like kind of um like a singularity type type album where you're like this is good, this is where it should be. Has have we strayed far from this at this point? Ha, you know. Any band that was doing this at yeah. the time? Yeah. Um any anything that was do any band that was doing this at the time has pivoted out to like Porn music, basically. Okay. Just like funky, like 
That's like very 70s porn music. It's so weird the patterns of bands growing into all the same thing. Like a few years ago when everybody kind of went shoegazy. Or like when all the 2006 to 8 pop rock bands yeah. are country. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's very strange. What's up with that? I don't know. A Rocket to the Moon, The Main. I'm sure there's more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other day I was listening to um, like a late 90s, early 2000s um, playlist. Like a uh, late 90s, early 2000s teen pop was, was what it was called, actually. Teen pop? You know, like Backstreet Boys, uh, No Doubt, you know, kind of like... Britney. The early 2000s bangers. Yeah, exactly. And But then there was like a song with like guitars or something, and I forget what it really was, but it was just kind of like a... It was funny to see where I was like... It's weird how like we ever consider what we like to be cooler in any way when like it was like this is what they were going for the whole time. You know? Um, but, uh... Sorry, I got people just absolutely blowing up my line to play Magic the Gathering. Hey, um, that's how it goes sometimes. I like this one. This Bedroots has like this lead. Oh, that dude, this harmony. Yeah, in the chorus. Do you do you know what harmony I'm talking about? Mm-mm. The super chromatic vocal harmony. Oh, uh, it's like ba 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 okay. ba 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 so sick you like it I think it sounds so weird it is strange sounding I thought you were talking about like the specifically like the 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 harmony and not just like the melody but no the like the vocal melody how uh, the harmony on the vocal melody is like a weird like chromatic like stair step yeah there's some there's some weird little moments like that I feel like that I was noticing where I was like just hearing an extra little turn than I was expecting, which I like. Um, but this like the leads just kind of, it's like that kind of like, you know, tremolo picking like reverbed out thing, yeah, but it super also super feedbacky. Like, yeah. It sounds like it's, it sounds like it's like almost like with like a freeze pedal or something or like a, it's almost like a very short loop. It, you know, and then with like the whammy kind of thing every once in a while. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Like instead of just instead of just like clean reverb with, you know, tremolo, it's like kind of chopped and screwed. <laughs> I think that's not the first or second time you said chopped and screwed on this podcast. <laughs> Good. Um <laughs> I think I did a thing the other day when I was driving. I had to drive to Norton to get my dog his medications. Nice. And that's like a 45-minute drive for me. Oh, my God. So I can listen. I listen to this. I have no uh, clue where you live. It's there. crazy. Yeah, I live in Dartmouth. I know, I but like I've just... Right, I live right by UMass Dartmouth. You know what's crazy? So, yeah. uh, remember how, Let like... Let me finish this thought real quick before sh- I forget. <laughs> While I was driving, I was listening I like this to this album... Here. And I was doing this thing where I was trying to see 
if I heard one single keyboard on this whole record. Oh, okay. Or if it's just all guitars and guitar effects. And I think, I don't think I heard a keyboard on this entire record. That's very interesting. any auxiliary sounds is just heavily affected guitars. Like, I was like, I would hear something that would sound kind of out of left field, and I would go like, is that accomplishable with less than, like, five pedals? Sure. And most of the time, the answer was yes. Yeah. That's interesting. I like that. For such a guitar guy, like guitar people. Right. I think that's cool. Easy for these guys. The other day I was watching... I'd love to see what Will Swan's, like, room of pedals looks like. Yeah. He's got to have a lot. Like, there's, like... It's, like, people have, like, their rig and what they'll tour with or whatever. But then there's got to be, like, in their home studio or in storage, like, really cool, like pedals that are like just like toys or like Stuff guitars that, that are really nice that are they're afraid to bring on the road kind of thing right yeah i'd imagine there's like pedals that didn't make the cut because it didn't do like enough yeah it wasn't utilitarian enough to go out on the road or it was like too expensive and they didn't want to beat the hell out yeah of it. I, but i can't imagine will swan is pedal board dancing live he has a. Um, he seems he seems like a technology guy to me. Yeah, he's got to have a like com- I, like a switching. What are those called? Like the switching board, or just like a Kemper? And he's got like a laptop hooked up to it that runs and switches pedals for him. He's got a rig rundown. Maybe I should watch it. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as a guy that has like too many pedals. Yeah, like he's he's got to pare down as much as he can. You think? Yeah, or he's just got like a like a board in front of him, like you said, that has like patches for yeah, what he's playing. Or maybe he's like Jim Root, where Jim Root has like racks of pedals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And has a MIDI changer on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's what these kind of dudes do. I There's something happening with the guitars here in this song that it sounds like it's just like like a quick delay. like Like the time turned like either all the way down or all the way up kind of thing where it's just only for a moment after you hit it. Oh, slap like, back? Slap back delay? Yeah, like some slap delay. And um, with like a gate after. But it, whatever is making that happen, it, it's reminding me of the new, the newest Paramore album, the 2017 one. Um, like in a some of the guitar stuff that they were doing in that one. Paramore is also, they're writing again, which I'm kind of like... So I've heard. I feel like when that last album came out, I was just so like, oh my God, this is so good. These people are so cool. Like, they're like doing something different and cool and new and fun. And now it's like... And then I feel like shortly after, it started to feel like... uh, For some reason, I stopped thinking that Haley Williams was as cool as I did before. And yeah. um, now they're it's ru- probably the divorce. <laughs> I was I was very supportive of her through her divorce. We support okay. women. We believe women. But um, well, I didn't know if you were like you were just so excited that she was like with the guy from Newfound Glory that like I thought about sour taste in your mouth a little bit. No, I thought that was cool. On both their- but then I heard, then I, you know, then you hear, then you hear her solo stuff, and you're like, oh, geez, uh, he's kind of a, maybe, maybe not the best guy. 
But um, either way, no, she's super cool. But I just don't Fellas, know. Fellas, don't you hate it when your favorite musician gets canceled for sexual assault, yeah. fellas? Hey, pop punk guys, again, you know? It's um, no fellas. good. Fellas. No good. Um, but I like the yeah. idea of trying to level with fellas about something that's yeah. like. Yo, fellas. Definitely bad. Yeah. Yo, fellas, don't you hate it when your wife speaks? <laughs> Remember comedy being this was this was a comedian's arc yeah funny first special yeah funny second special got too big for their own shoes family and kid jokes yep yep so hey. i got married yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> And 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 let me tell you something about my wife uh, we've been we've been married we've been married a couple years now. Let me tell you something about my wife that drives me absolutely up the fucking wall. <laughs> yeah, right out the gates, like hating. So I got married. I hate the bitch <laughs> every um, time. <laughs> also, like, and and I said, you know, I said that I was never going to be this guy that talked about my kid or whatever. But oh my god, it Here changed me. It changed me so much. Oh, my God. It's the most pure thing that could ever happen. Make sure you have kids. You got to have kids. I love kids. I love my kid. I wish I had more kids. Boom. Predator. A few yep. months later. Oh, that's the next one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Any man in the spotlight, a predator. I mean, and it's not that they aren't. It's just that that's how it happens. Yeah, I guess I think generally men are predators is the, the thing. I mean, when I'm out in the woods, mm -hmm. I get the spear. Yeah. Hell yeah. I forget what... Oh, I was going to say earlier. So remember like college, like like getting ready to go to college and stuff? And uh, Yeah, it just not being sure of what comes next and... The yeah. fear and anxiety of failing and lots of yeah, lots of kind of like, who am I? What will I become? Um, is this as good as it gets? Or you know, are we, you know, that kind of stuff. And yeah. um, you know, will I work in this grocery store forever? Um, if these are the greatest times of my life, I might as well end it now. <laughs> right, one of that kind of stuff. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, but so. Part of that my whole parents keep telling me that this is the greatest times of my life, and if they are, Jesus Christ, I don't want to see the low points. <laughs> and then part of that whole process is like you visit colleges that you might go to. Right. So, um, uh, I decided that I was like, you know, the whole idea was okay. I'm gonna be in a band, and that's how I'll be a rich person. So. Mm -hmm. College, you know, whatever. I guess capitalism since, breeds ingenuity. Yeah, and like I guess you know we haven't gotten signed yet, so maybe I should visit some colleges and plan on doing marine biology for some reason because I heard of it. And um, never questioned you on that one, by the way. <laughs> no one really did. Um, you didn't really seem to show any real interest in science. Uh -huh. That's what you wanted to do, so you know I blindly believed you and the didn't beach is question cool. it. No, yeah, diving and looking at fish certainly dope. Yeah, uh, calculus. 
not Lame. cool. Yeah. Biology, not actually cool or interesting at all. Um, I just wanted to watch, like, Planet Earth kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, that's... Yeah. Anyway, I maybe to- Maybe marine <laughs> photographer was more, like, what you wanted to actually do you know what's hilarious there was even a point one semester removed from me trying to do marine biology when i decided i was going to do film work instead there was like an opportunity to do like a like internship where you'd be filming at the marine biology research pier that i envisioned myself working at and i was like i don't care about doing that i don't want to do that (laughs) like just immediately i was like nah i actually don't care about that at all but anyway so i go to I, I had my, you know, I had it narrowed down to Bridgewater State and UMass Dartmouth. I think I also applied to, a, like, a state school in San Diego that I'd not get into. Um, yeah. Just a real quick aside. Uh, I told Guidance that I was thinking about applying to college, and they said, probably don't. Go on. <laughs> yeah, bad. Um, but, so, I was visiting Bridgewater State, and I was just doing this stuff so reluctantly that I was just like, all right, this feels good. Like the first college I visit, like May, like it's like April. No, it's April. It's like two or three weeks before graduation when I visit a college. And then I'm right. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> comfortable enough on that campus where I'm like, yeah, this works. Sure. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I don't think I have to go to UMass Dartmouth today. I don't want it. I think I'm good. I think I'm going to go home. The Wonder Years put out a new song that day. Um, the screen door one on the greatest generation. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, that was the same day that homeboy bombed the Boston marathon. And um, whoa. So you went to go visit that college the same day I was flying to Texas. Oh, cool. Nice. That's interesting. I got on the last plane before they shut down the airport. <laughs> really? Yep. And see, these things are interesting to me because like, you know, people usually kind of do like a school thing or like, a, you know, perhaps an airport thing. So to me, I was like, it didn't come down to it. But like, good thing I wasn't hanging out at UMass Dartmouth that day if he decided to do a school kind of thing, you know. Right. Um, but really many degrees removed from anything, any real statement there. But I thought that was interesting. And that, oh, but so I don't know where Dartmouth is because I never visited that school. I got you. You ready for this? Yeah. Do you ever you ever go to the Vanity Fair outlets? Is this, should I say yes like it's a joke? No. I don't know what that is. I'm asking you for real. Uh, Texas Roadhouse? Okay. I went with you and you Grandma know, Joan. That's in, that's in Dartmouth. That's very close to oh. where I live. Okay. There it oh, is. That's um I think I've gotten there, glasses over there too at the Lens Crafters. Yeah, there used to be like a music store where there's now a Korean food spot. That's a good I like that flip flop. Is it a cool food place or Apparently it's really good, I haven't been. That's like um the free parking, the one the one that I worked at first, like the first free parking store. Mm-hmm. Closed down in July, and uh, it's now a sex store. So that wow. one's that one's like cool to me because I was honestly like, 
hey man, it sucks that you closed this store and now it's just gonna be like Jamba Juice or something. Like it turned from like a cool kind of like homey, like, you know, just a chaos kind of store to like, like a, you know, like a chain or something, but it's a, it's a sex store, which is that's, cooler. I, I mean, guess. cooler than Jamba that's a Juice. Pretty good, that's a pretty good punch up. Yeah. So, Susie's. Uh, what was I going to say? I guess, you know, we do this every week, right? Yeah, 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 Let's, let's go through. Let's get, so this was my, my week to assign an album. Yeah. So, from a first time listener, what are your, like, what are your, like, takeaways from this record? Um, like I said, it's. It feels like a little bit more kind of like a reasonable version of like what I know uh, Will Swan to do. I guess I, I forgot about that newer Dance Gavin Dance album. I forget my opinion on it, but I do kind of remember liking it more than their old stuff too. Um, vocally, it makes me think of like Kellen Quinn or something, which is fine. Um, a lot of people would say um, Anthony Green. That too, yeah. That's probably more in line with what I'm thinking, but Kellen Quinn was the because I think both Kellen Quinn uh, and Kellen Quinn and Donovan are probably like big fans of Anthony Green, right? That so. makes yeah, that kind of checks out. Um, Go on, but yeah, I think production-wise, I think it's very cool. I think there's like some cool effect kind of stuff going on. Like, um, I'm enjoying what they're playing and how they're playing it. Uh, yeah, I like it. It's tight. I think this is like a really fun way. If somebody's like, I'm not into like progressive rock. Sure. You're like, well, listen to this. You'll like this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is like a really good record to like introduce somebody to like just progressive music in general. Sure. Like, yeah. I like crazy a, yeah. guitar work, crazy like syncopation, fun guitar effects. Uh huh. But also like approachable and poppy enough that you'll be like, oh, I like this. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a good way to look at it. Maybe the one barrier to this band is whether you like the vocalist or not. But I think he's very good. Yeah, I agree. So, um, I mean absolute ripper of a record i love it this is if you're like what's your favorite record out of this like genre of music it's probably this one or wake the wake. hell of sun okay record i like those i think two. they both both are so sick i think wake is cool because i just imagine because at the time when they did that the singer was still playing drums mm-hmm like he was playing drums and singing at the same time, so I love I love to imagine that like live, and yeah. that's just like such a cool feel and idea. Yeah, the singing drummer, the frontman drummer, is something that will always get me interested in the band. Yeah, you watch the Ten Things set a little bit. Like I clicked through. I was yeah. at work. Yeah, that's fine. So even if I like watched it, I would have like listened to it. Yeah, more so than anything else. We have a singing drummer. That's pretty cool. Yeah, for like half the songs. That's we, dope. Also, we also have a two singers thing, 
two and a half, two, three. Kind of whoever Everybody writes sings. A, yeah, whoever writes a song sings it, so. If you haven't, everybody listening to this right now, if you haven't seen, like, early Hail the Sun videos where the vocalist for this band sings and plays drums at the same time, go take a gander. Yeah. Very it technical drumming, too, right? Yeah. Super technical drumming. Uh-huh. He's, like, doing, like, blast beats and, like, syncopated, like, kick patterns and also singing. You might be able to get, like, a a regular doo-doo-cut, doo-doo-cut pop-punk beat out sure. of me and me singing. Uh-huh. But you're never going to have me doing, like, syncopated double kick, ghost note on the snare. No. Opening and closing the hi-hat all over the place. Never. Nah. Never. Mm-mm. Just simply not going to fucking happen. Nope. So what are you thinking about doing next? Week? Okay, so I've been I've been thinking of it kind of all day, and I was kind of like, I don't know what to do, what to give you, kind of thing. And then I was kind of like thinking of like stuff that's kind of like gotten my attention, or that I've sent other people, or whatever. Um, oh shoot, I might be nah. shoot, shoot, shoot. Um, okay. This band, either way, is called um, No Vacation. And so okay. they have a 2015 album. Okay, this is going to be, to my knowledge, a discography episode. Um, so there's this band called No Vacation, and they have an album called Amo XO, which is 13 minutes. Um it would have been really funny if you were like, I'm just like, I'm going to assign you this like really underground band. Mm-hmm. They have this record out called Ammo from a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect you to know who they are. They're kind of like an indie thing. What is this Like one? you describing Bring Me the Horizon to me. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> That's very funny. Um, No, but so this album, I kind of stumbled upon a few of the songs they're, they're kind of mm-hmm. like cutesy um you know it has xo in the in the name of the album but um I mean, of course yeah but it's kind of like so the it's like through it goes through like a day like the first song is late morning brekkie and then song two is laundry day and then so last these guys from the uk i don't know i i'll probably if they're look not from the uk and they called it late morning brekkie or australia yeah they have to be foreign if they're from yeah. the states and that's a thing that they're saying. Count me out. Okay. Okay. So we'll we'll see if the episode happens next week or not. We'll look into it after this. But so they <laughs> hit, they have an album, and then they have, to my knowledge, there's two singles that I know I like. But then I just found out that one of those singles is part of a, a release with two other songs. So I'm going to write a list of these songs because either way, I think it might still be like 30 minutes of music total, but it's just right. a little, it's just a little messier than I would have loved. So, oh, you know what I'll do? I'll make you a little playlist on YouTube. I'll do it for you. Wow. Yeah. So I don't have to do it myself. Yeah. Cause sometimes I think I tell you to do a little thing or like listen to something on the side and then we get on the episode and you're like, nah, I didn't listen to that. So. No, I don't really need any extracurriculars, if I'm being honest. No, I feel the same way. So, you know, I uh, I agree. 
part of this podcast is going out of your comfort zone a little bit to listen to something. Already, and yeah. You don't want to do it again. You don't want... <laughs> I don't want to have to be like, oh, I got to like fucking do research on this band to figure out like what they put out in what order. Right. But so, to just to wind you into it, the album I feel like is a little like kind of cutesier, kind of more laid back kind of thing. And then the two singles are just like a little cooler and got a little bit more going on. But, um, right. Yeah. I th- I, it, it was very strange to me to realize that these three releases were from the same band because I found like a couple singles on that first album and then a single from each of these other releases. And then I was like, I put them all in like a playlist and then eventually I like realized that it was the same band and I was like, wait, like, that's, that's so an weird. interesting way to figure out that that's a band. Yeah. Being like, wait a minute. Yeah. I was like, oh, what band is this? Oh, what band is this? Like just listening to the songs from different releases. And I was like, wait, I think that's the same as that other one. And then I went onto their page. And, wait a moment. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The Annihilation song. Nice, dude. Oh, no, I'm getting serious suggestions of Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly People magazine uh... stuff. No. On my browser now because I looked up machine gun. He made her a ring that rips her fucking finger off if she tries to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> I am Satan. <laughs> <laughs> I like this a lot. Um, cool. My throat doesn't. No. So next week, don't miss it. Be here or be square. No vacation next week yep. on the Nobody's Listening to This Music podcast. You can find Eric on Twitter at Offshore Eric and on Instagram at Eric Melanson. And you can find Andrew at Nilt Andrew on both. I've been Andrew. I've been Eric. And you've been wonderful. Bye. Bye. Okay. <laughs>